they had orgies. Okay. They were fucking their sisters. <laughs> like you guys can't and say he's calling shit. Calling out the past right now. Like I'm Hello. so sorry. Like you want a traditional woman talk about all this traditional traditional that? Well, your traditional woman's ancestors were out there fucking their mom. Like it's crazy. Back with another episode of Flings and Things. I'm Mooney. And I'm Drea. And we're here with episode 33. 33 oh so free. <laughs> I don't know how she's going to keep this up. I don't like know. These rhymes for each episode because I feel like you're going to run out of rhymes eventually. But I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for myself as well. You know, it kind of helps me with the bars. Uh, it really does. <laughs> dead. So um, what's going on? I know we do updates every okay, week, but something's okay. happened in our life this week. But anything that you want to talk about? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, since you uh, twisted my thumb and my fingers, I'll just say it. Um, we got posted uh, by So Mexican. They are an Instagram um, handle that has quite a bit of followers they reposted one of our posts from tiktok mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah <laughs> our tiktok went viral um not as viral as our 420 for those of you who um saw our tiktok about the i don't know oh about <laughs> drea using the men's for the weeds Stop. all the ladies could relate to Stop. that um but they got took it down though so we still got to keep the likes on our page but you know couldn't really Stop. post that one so they didn't like the weed um, but yeah, so this is our next post that I'm excited to share because uh, I think it was a good topic, honestly. I think people didn't was. expect that from us. I'm not going to lie. Part of me was like, wow, out of everything that we've said, even the mango shit, like, come on, that's the thing that went viral is serving these men's food on their plate. I'm pretty fucking, honestly, I'm astonished, but it doesn't surprise me, actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, especially some of the comments, too. They mm. thought I had attitude behind it. But realistically, <laughs> you guys should probably watch the episode before judging a reel because it's. Yeah. yeah, well, they called me a pick me girl or whatever. And I'm like, little did they know um, that relationship was pretty serious. So I'm going to say and I almost said I know. what you know what I want to say. I know. But I'm not ready for what's, you guys to know that yet. So what's hilarious, too, <laughs> is that they're like, oh, no, I don't want to post anything with my husband okay well that's good for you I what does that have to do with us like why do you feel the need to comment on that that's, shit that's fine like you don't want to host you don't like to be hostess with the mostest that's fine yeah, I'm, i do dude i'm like i swear to god i'm sorry to brag about this but i know for a fact right now i'm like in my group of people yes. i'm the one of the best hosts i will say thank my parents for that one though because yes. my dad be running like a chicken with his head cut off every time we have a party serving everybody make sure everyone has a drink in their hand my parents buy every type of liquor for every yep. person that there we spend so much money on food and alcohol i was talking to my friend uh, mandy about this because her family they're vietnamese and they're very similar yeah. she says their parties like everyone huge huge just food like her parents provide everything and i'm like that is literally like my parents so yeah. thank you mom and dad because i enjoy it though and like you said you want to host fi- i like want to host those things like now you night, can look like- at roxy so by the way we're filming at drea's house and we her are doggies house. are here my they niece and here. nephew they are here they're doing great yes my niece uh roxy is actually letting me pet her now so i'm very happy we'll be shooting here now and i'm very excited <laughs> so i don't have to yell at my brother to shut the fuck up sorry eric or the laundry true can't stand it yeah love laundry you guys know that yeah <laughs> i'm 
fucking can't stand it. But yeah, it was really cool. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think like, yeah, the, the TikTok going viral was getting me hyped because it's been a while. But like it was definitely them posting it. So shout out to So.Mexican. Um, thank you. Yes. Um, those comments, though. Honestly, I will say like the haters, like I think the best comments are not the hate comments and not like the ones praising us, telling us that we need to get wiped because we already know that. Um, it's the comments of the people defending us from the haters. Those are the best ones, in my opinion. Yeah. Because these people don't know us and they're actually like, like they were like saying like, why are women always tearing women down? And it's true. It like, is true. Men do that, but it's not as common as women doing it to women. And I fucking hate that. Like, Talk shit in your fucking head if you really need to or say something to your friend. Like, Look at this fucking post. But like, why are you commenting on it? Yeah. Like you're that bored with your life. Are you trying to get clout and see if somebody like sees your like message and says or your like response and it's funny? Like, it's not funny. It makes you look stupid. So it's mean. It's mean. It's really mean. It's, it's bullying. It's literally unnecessary. It's literally bullying. But whatever. We're not going to go there. I'm a grown up now. So anyways i was very happy about that but yes anyways what about you updates i updates? feel like you have that updates. was your only update that was a, technically yeah. both of us i don't really got updates i honestly like my life's cool it's chilling my life's cool i'm just living my best life i think i said that in the last episode too you guys don't need to know everything oh my god well everyone was like okay so speaking of like going like quote-unquote viral which is like our little moment um people were like reaching out to me and stuff and i actually had like an old friend that i like fell off she like reached out to me um i don't want to go into that too much but it made me kind of like realize like people that maybe don't like us or people that we're not in contact with anymore are going to start seeing us maybe on the internet eventually and that's kind of like oh they saw us <laughs> i know but oh they saw us mostly latinos though too because mine just like i only have like 113 or 14 mutuals but obviously i had a lot of exes that were following that page I double checked with other accounts. I'm a crazy girl. I just wanted to know if they're going to see my face up in there. You know, yeah. one of my ex's friends messaged me this morning, was calling me a badass. And I was like, oh, see, that's why you serve them fucking food. So that way they literally like you after the breakup. I'm, I'm telling dead. you, and he's not trying to slide in. So don't be coming for him saying like, oh, he just wants to get in your pants because it's not even like that. Um, but yeah, um, that was a big thing for me. And then another thing, dude, I don't know how you're scared about this, but if we become famous... My nudes are going to get leaked, I feel like. <laughs> I also am a little worried about one of my sex tapes that I do not have a handle on because um, for the most part, everything I've ever recorded has been on my phone. It was like a rule I've always had for myself. And it was only, only with boyfriends that I would record a sex tape with, not situationships or like people I'm just hooking up with. And this last relationship that I was in, unfortunately, yeah. I did talk about it on an episode. We made a sex tape and he did have it. And he only had it because honestly, I do trust him. I don't want to say I did trust him because it's not really past tense, but kind of recent events. And I know he's watching because he watches this. Um, so fuck you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but um, honestly, I don't know if I trust him. I did trust him, though, um, to not leak it. Because uh, I feel like he wouldn't do that because I wouldn't do that to him. But at the same time. What if he wasn't even thinking about leaking it until just right now because he decided no, to talk he, about it? No, he's very conniving. He would think about it, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but if he wants to, go ahead. I mean, I, look I great always believe that just karma kidding. comes around and yeah. karma bites people in the ass. So, I mean, if you want to do something like that, I mean, go for it. Just know that your karma is coming from you. Or coming for you. I don't think he will. But I wanted to make a point, though, because it is something I have to think about now. Like, I have to be very cautious of that because people, like, want to make you look bad, especially if, like, 
things don't end well, whether it's like a friendship, even the family, people backstab their own family. Yeah. Um, screenshots, things like that. So I think the thing with the sex tape, the only reason I even let him have it, though, is because it was long distance. I know. If it wasn't long distance, he would have never had that shit on his phone. But whatever. Know. You know, if you are listening, maybe he's not. So I'm not I concerned about that. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I'm not really concerned about that for myself. First of all, no face, no case. And Technically, my face was not in it, but my tattoo was. So. Secondly, nobody knows about that, that tattoo about until right now. <laughs> and thirdly, I mean, if it happens, shit. You might help me get more fame, so it's fine. If that happens for me, if, let's just pretend we go, like, we, we get there. And, like, it gets leaked. I'm telling you right now, I'm dropping OnlyFans. Like, it's happening. At that point, why not? I've already had so many people tell me to make it. Like, even my own friends are, like, encouraging me. And even they wouldn't do it. But they're like, dude, you should do it. So. I'm dead. But anyways, now people are going to want to leak it so I can make an I know, OnlyFans. I Fuck. I've been giving out my secrets. All the but time. <laughs> No, those are the only updates. Ooh, I also went to my first Corridos concert. Oh, my God. It was a great time. I went with uh, two friends from high school. Um, this is my feels. Uh, a bunch of people also reached out to me about that. I'm like, damn, people actually care. Like, sometimes I feel like people don't pay attention to my stories. Um, but people... I feel like it's not so much that they care. They're just interested in what you're doing because what you're doing looks cool. Is it cool, though, to just go to a concert? I feel like it's not that. No, like, I say care as in, like, they're like, oh, my God, this, I didn't think you listened to this. For Mm -hmm. me, that's caring because that's, like, you're actually, like, thinking you know my personality or, like, my life. Um, I will say, though, a lot of people were, like, this is, like, at least five people. I wouldn't have brought this up if it wasn't, like, a lot of people. So... The reason why I did want to bring it up, though, is because I feel like um, this is like something you can probably relate to. Like music makes you think about people, right? Every time you hear a song, like you think about like a friendship, an ex, like family, like somebody important in your life, like reminds you of the song. And um, with that music, like a lot of people were like, oh, I didn't think you listened to Corridos. The only reason why I didn't listen to Corridos is because my first love. Um, Nobody in my family really listened to that music. A lot of my Mexican family listened to like um, cumbias and like mariachis. Um, but not corridos. So I didn't start listening to corridos until my ex in high school. Like he sang them, like he was a singer. So he would sing them to me, and it was very like romantic and very like um emotional for me. Like I don't explain it, but I felt connected to that at the time. And then like that ended so bad that I would just like never wanted to listen to that type of music ever again because because no one close to me listened to it aside from him like that music automatically resonated with me in my brain like him him and I literally didn't want to think about him so honestly like now I'm listening to it because my unfortunately I'm bringing him up again but my last ex um showed me like one song that was popular left it on my YouTube on TV and next thing you know like just you know how the songs just start playing on like shuffle on YouTube and I was like oh I like these songs so now I'm kind of like in a Corridos little phase right now I have like over 50 songs which is a lot for me because I just started listening to this genre of music and I'm like playing it every day all day and I'm pretty fucking proud and I love it I want to say this right now I am not Mexican (laughs) um I don't care for Corridos um will I tolerate them yeah it's fine (laughs) it's tolerable it's tolerable. But, uh, like, I like, I will say, like, the ones that are, like, kind of mainstream right now. Like, they're good. They're, 
they're taller they're tolerable where i'm he like okay not, it's fine tall. i can hear them in the car a couple yeah. more times but that's about it like i won't go out of my way to listen to it mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm not mexican so has <laughs> <laughs> there a question though because i know it's kind of a big thing this it's like a statement to say but because i feel like i was able to say that but have you ever like not been able to listen to a whole genre of music because of somebody or no it's no. more of just like what about an artist no no you still like would listen to it no yeah. matter what okay okay yeah I mean, music is in my soul so like yeah. i can't just not listen to something just because it reminds me of somebody eventually okay. i'll get over that person yeah i'm over the person though it just was years of just yeah. trauma of just oh my god it's because he's saying it i think that's the biggest thing it wasn't just listening to it yeah but i was just curious i've heard people tell me that before that they can't listen to the certain artists like i think somebody couldn't listen to um what's his name um the one that sings 18 khalid someone's like oh uh, i can't listen to khalid anymore because my ex but I think, like you said, it's just like a time period. Yeah. But music's like very like deep, I feel like. And I just feel people can really impact you just because of a song. Like a song can make or like, I don't know how to explain it. Like you feel everything again. Have you ever felt like you feel feelings again? Not feelings romantically, but like I get anxiety. Like there's certain songs I listen to. And it was a song that I listened to during a really bad time in my life or like mm-hmm. a breakup. And I start feeling anxiety, even though I don't care about that person anymore. Has that ever happened to you with certain songs? Yeah, I will say, OK, yeah, because there's one Eric Bellinger song that I can't listen to anymore. So, yeah, I can. I was can it more anger songs. or like sad? Neither. It was oh, like just like sex. Just just it wasn't even that. It's just the song like I just it just takes me back to him being in the car doing mm. his ugly ass face. I'm like, so done. I just like am repulsed every time I just <laughs> listen to the song. So Yeah, no, I, that's kind of what I'm getting at. For me, it's a more repulsed. I get the anxiety of like, I want to crawl in a corner and cry, which sounds crazy oh. because I literally don't feel nothing for no, these people. Mine is repulsiveness. Like I'm about to puke in my car. Damn, dude. <laughs> this is what brings me back to how like I feel like I'm when I'm in love I'm so deep like it's I realize like I'm so heartless but when I like I literally still feel like so much emotion towards the two people in my life that were like the most like that made the difference and impacted like the biggest chapters mm-hmm. in my life like they were so life-changing for me like but it's crazy because you know me, dude. I'm not like people think I'm like a player and like I fucking like I don't have emotions and stuff. But it's like the two people I was in love with, like that shit. Like I can never like the emotions are always going to be there. What if I get reminded about something? What's crazy for me is like I say that I like fall quickly or whatever. Yeah. But I can cut you off just as quick. Like I I won't. In our previous ex- episode, I said I won't go back to an ex and I haven't. Yeah. I don't miss any of them. <laughs> like I don't miss them I don't really think about them Like nothing really Like I really forgot about you Yeah And it's w- crazy because I am very emotional And I am very um, Like sensitive to a lot of things mm-hmm. But I feel like once I get pushed to that point To that level yeah. Like there's no going back And I just completely cut you out Of my whole entire mentality Is it? Do you think also could be like kind of how they ended If they ended like like Treatment wise like it was well, poorly they, they typically all have ended that way except, So like well, Except yeah. one but even he then He still did something that was bad at the time I remember like the little So like yeah. for me it's just I just don't care about any of y'all <laughs> I'm sorry No I think it's, it's okay I feel like 
Like, even yeah. if I was in love with them, like, I'm not like, like, I know what you're saying. I can't relate. Well, I think you did say in the previous episode that you've never been in love like the way I was describing. Yeah, and so I maybe haven't. that's why, because even the first ex that he was like that one ex that you said the worst person ever, pretty much. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of damage to me. But even then, I'm like, I'm not going to deny I have no feelings for him. And like a song will come on. And I start like my heart starts racing, like and not in a good way. It's not like mad, though. It's it's more like at that time in my life, like I was so such in a dark place after the breakup. Like I couldn't get over my first love for so long. And like mm-hmm. it literally gives me that like like I can't breathe. Like it's it's crazy, but it's crazy how music can do that. And like I've actually talked to my uh, my sister about this, too, in the past. And she agreed with me like she can't listen to certain songs or it gives her like anxiety. And I'm like. I didn't know if like other people can relate to that. Maybe they, sure can, they can. I'm sure but, they like, can. Music be bringing back some emotion. I or- think for me, the reason why like maybe it doesn't do that for me yeah. is because I literally, I love music so much to the point where it's like I refuse to allow a person to like mm-hmm. make me not want to listen to that song because I do like that song or okay because. Okay. I feel everything in that song. And it's not to say that I don't feel the lyrics because I'll tell you right now, I'd be feeling them lyrics. I've cried while I'm like screaming lyrics out. Right. Yeah. But I like switch my mentality when I listen to it again. You know what? Scratch that. Cause I just remembered a song. What song? <laughs> Can we Scratch hear a song? That. What song? Um, line, it's called, Oh God, <laughs> fuck. It's by Janae Aiko. The worst for Janae Aiko no. song that gives me anxiety. It's called, I think it's called Lion King or Lion or something King. I'm going to tell you the song that brings me to the darkest place of my no, life. And you know this one? song. No, With I'm Lion gonna, King. Something. This song. This is right the song now. that makes me want to go in a hole and die. <laughs> you know it. Hold on. You. <laughs> I hate you so much. Who knows this song? Can yeah, I... Lion King. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a loud laugh. Anyways, that's so, the song for this me. This is mine. Okay, which one? Oh, play it, play it. It sounds a little upbeat. I'm trying to figure it out. Hold on. I actually don't know this one. Comfort in Ending. That one's good, too, by Janae. That was the song I cried to, too, when he... Okay, okay. I feel it. Janae definitely had some. The Weeknd, though, during that time trilogy and yes. another album. But I will ones. say, okay, scratch everything I said. I totally lied right there because I totally <laughs> and forgot. Because you had to think about it. But see, that's, that's how I'm much saying. she blocks it that's out. That's how she much I block it. shit out. Oh, that's so toxic. That's probably see, so that's bad. Trauma. <laughs> it's also trauma. That's so bad. I'm over here like, I don't give a fuck about these motherfuckers. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait. See, this song does remind me of this person. Once you realize and reflect on how the trauma has affected you, then you're that's what you just did right now. You just reflect, you're like, wait a minute, actually, it you saw an epiphany. Yeah. What is it, epiphaniness? No, epiphany. You watched her have an epiphany. Thank you. That's better. Thanks. 
I always sounded make up, stupid I always make up words. <laughs> it's like I oh, always yeah. make up words. My the word that I make up, made up is genuinity. I've never heard you say that. You said it on here? No, I have okay, not. I not on say, here. Yeah, you just said it. Not though. on here because I know it's not a word. <laughs> but I'd be like, yeah, like their genuinity is just so great. I'm so done. Well, okay, so that was a long update, but we kind of went into a little topics. I'm sure some of y'all can relate. Those breakups get nasty. Those songs are like in the dust. You don't ever want to hear them again. They're fucking exiled. <sighs> Another one bites the dust. <laughs> Literally. Um, but one thing, okay, so one of the comments, I actually kind of want to go back. So one of the comments, um, there was a guy that commented on our TikTok about serving men food. And one thing he said that kind of made me like, you know what, that'd be a good topic to go over. We've touched on it, but not like a whole like segment. It was more of like, eh, this is our view on it. And then that's that. Okay. Um, do you believe that a woman okay. can be career oriented and still be a traditional and a great housewife? And I'm not going to say fully 100% traditional, but have okay. majority traditional qualities. Um, I do. Mm-hmm. But to an extent. Okay. Because I feel like you said it has to be, I feel like it's a 50-50 because, yeah, I'm, and I'm just talking about myself. Okay. I am a career woman, okay? As somebody stated on Instagram, quote, unquote, the medical industry. I'm so done. Okay. Yeah. I don't even get me started on that comment. <laughs> Um, yeah, the shit pissed me off to be honest, but it's fine. Um, but I still like to come home. I still like to cook. I still like to clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still like to, you know, cater to the person that I'm with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like to come home to a meal every now and then. Mm-hmm. Or I also like to come home to the house being completely clean so I don't have to do it every now and then. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. I think it is, I've told you this before, I don't believe in 50-50. I believe in 100-100. If I'm mm. giving 100% of my effort, that's what I expect in return. Yeah. Um, I have my things here to the side. You will have your things here to the side. And by that, I mean like finances or whatever the case may be. If we want to share one at the end of the day, that's fine. Um, but all in all, that's my look, my outlook on it. Okay. Um... As for myself, I'm also a career woman. I feel like for the last five plus years, I've been so focused on building my career, going to school and just wanting to be at the top of the corporate ladder. Um, I don't know if I want that anymore. But aside from that, let's just say I did pursue it, continue to pursue that. Yeah. Um, I don't think like 100 percent I could be traditional as like a wife, not the relationship because that's different. But just from my perspective, um, but I think I could I see myself being like not even 50 50, but more of like the 70 80 range. And I say that because I do like to cook. I do obsess with cleaning when I had my own place. Now I'm not like as OCD because it's like my parents house. There's only so much I can do. Yeah. Um, but I also when it comes to me being in a relationship and being in love I like, like you said, catering to my man. I love doing things for him. I love, like, it's weird. Like, okay, like, my cousin will ask me, can you iron my shirt? And I'm like, ugh. But, like, if my man wanted me to iron his shirt. Yeah, okay. I might say, okay. I'm not going to say, like, I'm going to be excited and thrilled because I would not be. But I would be having a different response, especially for somebody I love. Like, I want to do that for them. Now, there were people in the comments saying, like, oh, like, that's not going to last very long of us 
doing what we were doing in that video yeah. we we're talking about and I, I get where she's coming from I do but honestly that's where I think like being able to communicate to your partner about if things like okay like it's the same thing as like your man's bringing you flowers in the beginning of dating and then all of a sudden the flowers stop like having those conversations and those check-ins throughout your relationship to be like hey like I know it's like embarrassing to have to ask like you know babe like you used to buy me flowers all the time now you don't buy me flowers I love how my voice changed because that's literally how I would ask because it's awkward to ask for like why aren't you fucking buying me flowers but like that's literally what I'm getting at is so like yeah maybe I wouldn't be doing this all the time but what I'm trying to get at here is that I want to cook for my man because I like cooking and I want to do things for him but I also like you said I kind of do want the same thing back if a man can cook turn on make me a meal here and there babe like massage like I used to have an ex who would massage my feet when I come home from work I'm sure men love getting massages too but like I would like a massage here and there like I just feel like you can do both um and I think one thing that I do want to point out is that I don't like and this is men and women who put people down specifically women because we're talking about ourselves put other women down to say like they're not a good wife. They're not wife material. Um, she's not traditional. She's going to be a shitty wife or she's so focused on the job. She's probably a terrible wife there. I think somebody said that makes you a good partner, not a wife. My thing is that I think there is no definition of what a good wife is or a husband. I think it depends on the two people in that relationship and what they expect out of the relationship. That dynamic is going to come from the communication between those two people. You might not care if your husband makes more money than you and that he's a breadwinner providing for the family but another woman's like no that makes a good husband everybody has different views and different opinions and i just think that to put somebody else down like that's not even that's stupid honestly i hate using that word but it really is stupid because how do you know that those people that's not what they agreed on in that relationship right you might have a guy one day who's obsessed with cleaning and he's like babe i honestly don't want you to clean I need to clean because that's how I feel. I feel like I don't want my man to clean sometimes because I'm like, I want it done a certain way and they never do it right. I hope one of y'all proves me wrong one day if you're listening, my future husband out there. Um, But I like cleaning, so I get control freak and I'd rather just clean myself. But there's probably some guys that they're like, no, maybe they're like a good cook and the wife like literally sucks at cooking. And I know. I know some people. Do you know like what that. I mean? So it's like that doesn't make someone a bad wife or a, a bad husband or a good wife or a good husband. I think it depends on the two people in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Where the issue comes in is you have this expectation of what a good husband is for yourself and you are dating someone that's not fitting that expectation. Now you're going to be like, well, you're a bad husband. Honestly, that's debatable because in your opinion, that's a bad husband. Mm-hmm. I will say this is not including infidelity and verbal abuse and physical abuse and emotional abuse. That's mm-hmm. a whole separate discussion. But just doing things for your partner, I think that is something that you need to like it's an opinion. It's not like a fact. I don't know if you agree with that or disagree. That was a lot to take in. You talk a lot, to be honest. I talk okay. a lot all the time. Sorry. I yes. sometimes zone out, guys. You guys okay. probably see it in I'm my I'm sure face. they definitely did. I've been told um, that before about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I zone out, dude. Like, I can't. It, yeah. Um, I appreciate you not interrupting me, but you could have. But yes. No, it's okay. Because I'm just like, and then like you just go and I'm like, oh, yeah. That's basically what I was going to say anyways. So I just let her talk the whole time, y'all. Um, but no, yeah, I agree. See, my answer's short and sweet. Okay. Okay. Well, I think um, that's kind of where I wanted to just like end it right there. It's just like, you know, don't judge people. Don't call people a bad girlfriend or good girlfriend. We gave advice last episode about what to do to be a great girlfriend. But at the end of the day, 
those are our opinions for what we feel as a good as a good girlfriend. But another guy like might say, no, don't serve my friend's food. Serve only me food. Which I think is weird. That's because weird. Because if you're coming to my house and I'm being a hostess. like We I'm didn't specify sit. it was our house, though, to be fair. Uh, but Yeah, but people did assume. so They did. And if it is my house, I am serving people. I always do that. So And so do my parents. When That, like I said, is a Latino thing anyways, but whatever. In regards to traditional versus modern, so mm-hmm. you kind of said you could see yourself as doing both, being able to balance both like traditional wifely, quote unquote, wifely duties mm-hmm. for, and still be a career woman. Do you have that expectation as the traditional man being the breadwinner, like them making the more money, them providing for everybody and then coming home to you? Like, do you see that or do you see that as also more of like a mix? I mean, it would be nice. I'm not going to sit here and say that. That's not what I want because, yes, that is something that I would want. Yeah. However, if, like, the way that he treats me and everything else um, over amplifies the actual salary, then it is what it is. I make good money. So I don't think that's wrong for me to have that expectation or want that for myself. I almost make six figures. Yeah. So that's kind of why I feel the way that I do, you know? Do you feel like that's changed over time about what you um, want? Or? I think when I was younger, I didn't really think about the bank account. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think now after being in a relationship where I did not have much help mm-hmm. um, and I kind of was the breadwinner and I was doing things um, that most women would not even tolerate or do for mm-hmm. a man. Uh, I think that's why my expectation and what I want is different. So, yeah, I think it has changed over time okay for sure what about you um definitely has gone back and forth like you said contradicting myself left and right over the years um I think when I was younger I always had an image of a man making more money just because that's Mm. like it's crazy because that's not what I grew up with but it's what I knew was what society was supposed to be Um, my father told me all the time growing up that I had to end up being with somebody who was at my level or higher and obviously you watch in the movies, you watch in the media, like the man is the breadwinner. He's the one that has the great job coming home. The wife is home. Either maybe she has a job, maybe she does not, mm-hmm. but she's at home cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids. Like mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Now times have changed since we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a point where I was like, like you said, you were young and you weren't thinking about the bank account. Yeah. Every single guy that I've been in love with, every single guy that I've dated, like seriously dated or situation, whatever, like I've yeah. made more than them. Yeah. Um, same. I can't say I'm making significant amount of money right now in this moment, but I was before I got laid off this year. Yeah. Um, and I was making significant amount of money. Um, and I never cared. And then I hit this point again where I was like, I can't find somebody who meets my standards, like the stupid checklist yeah. shit. Right. And I was kind of like, what the fuck like I, I was unhappy I was alone like I tried to do it differently I was like I'm gonna start stop dating these guys I'm I'm not calling them like scrubs or anything because um, a little bit different than what you experienced like they were still doing a lot for me and they were trying to be great like a great boyfriend like they would they would compensate in other ways and they were treating yeah. me great um they just didn't make a lot of money and I feel like mo- like majority of them did not have drive to want more it's not that they were like lazy they weren't lazy they just didn't have like that complacent yeah they were complacent great word no 100 percent that word they were just not they didn't weren't driven like me and i want like nice things and like Mm -hmm. so then i hit a point where i was alone for a while for many years of not 
you know, being content with the person I was with. I wanted more from them. And I realized you can't build a man like that. And then like when we had that episode where we talked about around, I don't know, it was around Valentine's Day. I remember we were talking about like, I told you I hit like a midlife crisis where I was like, I don't like I wanted to commit to someone who was not your typical like what was my checklist. But I told myself now it's like I don't care as much. Like you said, if they're doing everything for me and they're a great person and they are driven, whether like even if their job doesn't pay a lot, like they're a teacher or something like that's enough for me. But they have to still be driven. I think that's what's attractive to me is driven to accomplish goals, whether those goals are going to provide like an ample amount of money or less than me or the same that doesn't matter to me to an extent but I am willing to move out of state a lot of people can't say that and I wasn't years ago but I am now because I've already lived in Arizona and if that was the case like I'd move back if I had to if I was in love with somebody who was amazing like I, I would move back personally if I could not afford to live in California anymore if it meant I had the right person like my best friend at my side so yeah I only asked that too because Did you ever notice a lot of the men, and this is not hate towards men because it's not all y'all, but a lot of the men that complain about modern women that they have, there's no more traditional good women. Literally the men in our comments that were hyping us up from that one clip, but literally like there's no women like this anymore. Like blah, blah, blah. Women are all different. Like all this crap. It's like a lot of those men are not like breadwinners they're not providers they don't make lots of money and I'm sure as hell I'm pretty sure their wife or girlfriend or whatever they're in like makes the same if not maybe a little less but like they're not like significant differences I feel like the people that complain well I can't really say that because I don't know how much money they're bringing in okay like I don't know them like you know um have I seen like have I actually witnessed like face to face with somebody that has said something like that and they don't make a lot of money yes and i just be like mm, okay that's interesting mm-hmm. um but i'm also not gonna hate on somebody for having a certain expectation that they want for themselves because somebody could say the same thing about me right okay. um however i also see your viewpoint and um the comment that you had mentioned earlier uh that these men do want a certain type of woman but they're not a certain type of man to attract that woman. Okay, I see. That's from like a different point of view. So I, I, that's kind of like how I view it from. Like you will attract what you put out. Okay. So that's how I look at it. Um, that's kind of what I'm getting at. You just worded it differently. Because oh. I was, what I'm saying is like, why are you expecting a type of person if you're not, if you want a traditional woman, you need to be a traditional man. I'm sorry. To, That's a, just what, to a certain extent. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Be a modern person who wants your boyfriend's telling you. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to, like, argue with you, but it's just you can't expect someone to be 50-50, but then you're like, oh, but you need to be, like, this way. I need you to cook and clean and raise the kids. But, by the way, you still got to pay half the mortgage. You still got to do this. You still need to, like, there is, they want that modern. That's what modern is. It's 50-50, everything, right? So a modern man wanting a traditional woman, to me, that can't work. Just, like, a modern woman shouldn't be expecting a traditional man, in my opinion. Mm, like I said, Can you I give me an example. Like, yeah, because I still want like I would love for my man to still do like, you know, like pay the bills and do kay. that and me cook. But like I said, I also want to come home and have a meal cooked for me, too. I so that's still, not traditional man then. 
it's not, but they still doing traditional things. Yeah, that's different. I'm saying like full traditional. Obviously, it can be mixed, blended. I'm that's not saying that, blended but like that's, straight but traditional. That's my, that, but that's my point. Like, I don't think... Like, what I say about you are what you attract. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are what you attract. But I don't think you have to be 100% traditional to want a traditional woman. Okay. And vice versa. Okay. Because I think in this day and age, we have grown as a society where, like, a lot of the traditional stuff is out the window. Mm-hmm. However, some of us do like, like, splashes of traditional in our relationships. Correct. I don't think that's, I don't think that's wrong at all where i think you're kind of getting from is kind of like okay well they want a completely 100 sorry 110 percent traditional woman and they're not 110 percent traditional man is that kind of what you're saying so let me give a better specific example a man who makes a minimum wage job sitting on their ass and doesn't really provide mm-hmm. expecting a woman to be 100 percent traditional so, so why does that always have to go about providing because to me, it's the providing part. That's like the breadwinner, the breadwinner and the housewife. That's why I'm very traditional. Okay. Obviously, like buying flowers. I mean, opening doors, those consider traditional things. But to me, I'm thinking of it as somebody if you're going because like, OK, I don't have kids, but if you're not taking care of your kids, you can't even pay child support and you can't hold a household together but you're expecting a certain quote-unquote traditional type of woman a woman who isn't about independence somebody who wants to be home doesn't want to be i don't want to say a hoe because that's but that's what it is right now in the media what they're talking about the modern women the modern woman sleeps around that's another thing i wasn't going to go into that but that's part of what modern is is being able to be free and not be tied to these traditional roles of women not speaking their mind, not being opinionated, like all that is what I'm saying. What's so, crazy is that like traditional, quote unquote, traditional women, they still slept around. They just didn't talk about it. That's a thing. Oof, and I'll tell you that you right now. That right here. I love that you say that because I actually believe that too. It's true. I know. They talk about I know it. it for a fact. <laughs> Affairs happened, I'm sure. Nobody just knew about them because men don't know how to fucking cheat. I said it not right even not They even, don't do I'm not that. even talking about cheating. I'm just talking about in general. Like, I have stories came okay. <laughs> from generations before all of us. They just don't talk about it. They okay. do what they do. They don't talk about it. So I like that, actually. That kind of, I mean, that's a good thing to talk about. Now, too. women talk about it, and it's like a quote-unquote taboo thing. But little did you guys know that they've been doing it for a while. We've been doing this. We've been this. Drea has <laughs> literally brought mm. such a great topic right now because I actually agree with you. I bet you anything. The only difference now is that women are okay to talk about sex more than they were back then. Yeah. And I feel like they just don't care as much about what men think because now we are building our own careers. We're more educated. We have more rights now in the last, what, 30 years. You know, we just got the right to vote not that long ago, if you think about it. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. So now we're more, quote unquote, empowered, which is where this whole modern woman shit comes from. And now we feel like, why can't we talk about fucking sex and orgasms? You guys be fucking talking about fucking wrong. I'm like locker room talk since for what from whatever, dude. Like, I don't know how many years that's been going on. I feel like at one point there was a time where men probably didn't speak about it as much because it's like conservative. Mm-hmm. I feel like the conservative thing to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I think there were times, but I, maybe it's a culture thing as well. But I just know that it wasn't as like. 
I think it actually is culture. Now that I'm saying it out loud, there are some cultures that do not talk about sex, even within like men. Yeah. So, but I, I was thinking like, I think there was one point where a lot of people were religious mm-hmm. back in the day. I'm talking about like, this is like hundreds of years ago when there was well, like literally like people were super religious. What's what's crazy is that like, if you're talking about like Roman times and stuff. No, that, that, that far. Oh, but. well, I was going to say they had orgies. Okay. They were fucking their sisters. <laughs> Like you guys can't and say he's calling shit. Calling out the past right now. Like I'm Hello. so sorry. Like you want a traditional woman talk about all this traditional, traditional that. Well, your traditional woman's ancestors were out there fucking their mom. Like it's crazy. <laughs> like put that into perspective. Just put it into it's perspective. True. You're not wrong. I love this. Like. <laughs> you guys wonder why my face was so bland in the beginning. This is why I was holding all this shit in. Yeah, she's like, oh, we've been fucking forever. You just didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true, though. I think, do you feel like, okay, this is more like an opinion for mm-hmm. yourself. We talk about sex a lot, obviously, on this podcast. Do you yeah. ever feel like you regret, like, being as open as you have been, like, so from when you were younger to now? Mm. Is there certain things that you wish you were like, eh, I could have just not said these things? Every day. Okay. <laughs> Every day Would I think about the things I don't have to say. Not talk about sex anymore. I uh, keep it more private. And there's no joke. I just feel honest I honestly I feel like I keep it pretty private now. Uh the only reason why it's even out there is cuz it's podcast, but even on the podcast I don't like, like y'all don't even know. Like I don't say much on here. I just give you guys a little spoof and that's it. Mm-hmm. I feel. But that's I mean, just you're still me. talking about sex though. I am still talking about sex, but I'm not really talking about sex in depth like that i think i only had one episode that i went more in depth about certain things and even then i feel like i regret it so like obviously i talk more about than you but just talking about any of this in general was is considered taboo still like women did not talk about nothing we didn't get to talk about sex even feeling good like none of that yeah because sex wasn't meant for us to feel good i know and (laughs) that's why it still doesn't feel good sometimes well not sex but getting eaten out so i don't want to talk about that um i just didn't know if you i mean if you like i regret it is what i'm saying mm. i feel like if i could go back like do i still like talking about sex yes that's not a problem for me it's so, i would regret a couple things that i feel like i'm like eh. i think i think it for me like and you guys have probably seen it in other episodes or not but mm-hmm. if you really know me um i get really uncomfortable talking about sex mm-hmm. to begin with so if anything this for me is like more of a challenge i know who i am so like it's not that i regret it um and i really wouldn't go back to changing anything Mm -hmm. um it's just more of i wish i was kind of more comfortable talking about it because i'm really not okay you wish you're a little bit more comfortable Mm -hmm, because i'm not i hate talking about it to be honest which is ironic because we have the sex podcast so (laughs) i actually know what you mean by that so i feel like I wouldn't take back how comfortable I am having conversations with my partner privately, but I feel like the only things that I would not take back with that I'm like, mm, I could be less about that is like the details of like specific experiences I've had with certain partners. Mm. Um, but in general, like when I would tell you things about like, oh, like you should do this with like anal, like this would help, right? To try anal, like have you tried this position and make it makes it easier. I don't regret that. I like I, being that comfortable to have I, those conversations. I feel like having those conversations, like if it's just you and I alone, it's yeah. cool. But yeah, like yeah. if we're talking about pl- publicly, like talking about it on this podcast, yeah, it's really uncomfortable for me. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I feel people don't really. Why do you feel uncomfortable? Because I just don't feel like it's anybody's business. Okay. Um, but I talk about it because I, I made a pop. We made a podcast about it, mm-hmm. and we decided that this is what we're gonna do. And we do have a lot to say about a lot of things, and especially in this day and age, I feel like dating and sex has been so. Um, I don't know the word, but it's been so out there, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. that why not talk about it now? Like, now yeah. is the time to talk about it. You now know? is the time to, like, embrace it, honestly, I feel like, in my opinion. I'm not embracing, but I will I'm talk about it. I'm embracing my sexuality. I'm happy. I feel like I've, like, I've just being raised by, like, parents who did not want me to have sex mm-hmm. at all until marriage, like... It's nice that, like, I'm so comfortable with it. I'm so happy with my sex life. Like, I can honestly say, like, am I having sex right now? No. So I'm not happy with that part of that sex life. Um, But in general, my sex life, I feel like I've been able to be comfortable with myself. And I've learned a lot about myself over the years. But I feel like something that you said about, like, being uncomfortable. um, I'm not uncomfortable but the one thing, like uh, talking about it, what I'm uncomfortable about when I talk about things on this podcast is more just like people take gain the wrong perception of me. That's what I'm yeah. gonna ask you. Are you uncomfortable because you actually are, or is it because like you're worried about what people think? Because for me, it's perception. People assume like I'm this certain way because I'm so comfortable talking about that I like to have an orgasm like no one else on this fucking planet does. Like it's ridiculous to me, and it's like I shouldn't care about somebody judging me because I have like a thousand other things that I have to offer, and I'm like I'm literally like, you can't pinpoint somebody oh, a certain way because they like to have sex. Like I just I fucking hate that. It's like my biggest thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's more of just, I am, like, private with a lot of stuff. it's the privacy thing. And it's just more of a privacy thing for me. And for me to come here on the mic every week, (laughs) sometimes it's exhausting, y'all. Y'all have no idea. And so, like, to talk about it sometimes, Mm -hmm. it is very uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Um, But we're getting better, slowly but surely. Yeah. (laughs) I just, um... I think now that the internet's out there, I think people are becoming more aware of what there is to experience. Yeah. And I thought about that because without the internet, what would you, what would any of us know to try unless like you watched porn or like somebody showed you? Yeah. And then there's people out there who don't sleep around, right? Yeah. For whatever reason, doesn't matter what the reason is. The point is, is that they're not getting that experience. So they might go their whole life without experiencing these amazing things in the bedroom, whatever that may be, whatever that looks like to somebody. And I just feel like it's crazy that the Internet can be like a bad place and a good place. But I feel like it has helped people be more comfortable with their sexuality, like 100 percent. Yeah. But to those people that. ooh, (laughs) bless you. But to those people that haven't experienced those things, I feel like sometimes you're not always missing out. And I say that because you can't miss out on what you never had. Oof, good points. So. I will say my, uh, I know somebody in my life that is missing out um, and has now barely realized it and they're very old. Um, I'm not going to say who, but. I um, know who. I'm dead. Like, I honestly do feel bad uh, because 
I don't know. I know it's like, ugh, I'm not trying to get all deep into it. It's literally sex. But like we talked about it with the masturbation. Like I'm telling you the amount of feelings and endorphins. you get, It's like it's like a drug to me. Like, honestly, like if pe- know. people get addicted to drugs. Right. It's like it makes them feel so happy. The dopamine. So good. Right. And like those feelings that I've had doing certain things that I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe. I remember one time I tried something like I think within the last two years and I was like, how did I not do this for the last 10 years of my life? Like, what the fuck was I doing? And then when I started masturbating, I felt like stupid as fuck. I was like, honestly, my body count would probably be half of what it is if I would have masturbated sooner. And I'm publicly saying that because honestly, like I was fucking horny when I was a teenager. And the thing is, is like if I could have just pleased myself and been comfortable touching myself. I would not have been under so many people. And I know that's embarrassing to admit. I'm not trying to be funny right now. Uh It's just true. Whether what you know is so many people could be 10. Like, I'm just like, people assume what so many sounds like. That's true. But to me, so many is so many. Like, whatever. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. So I think that people really should just kind of find ways to enjoy sex without being uncomfortable about it. I think talking about it takes time, though. I don't think expect everyone to be comfortable talking about it. As long as you can talk about it with your partner, I think that's all that matters. Personally. For me, I think like, well, it took some time. But now, like, I'm comfortable, like, having sex and stuff. Like, that's fine. That's not an issue. Asking for what you need and stuff. It's more of just like talking about it publicly okay. for me yeah but no i get that i feel like um it took me years to be able to like i think the one thing that i couldn't talk about to my partner was like asking for them to do something better i felt bad it wasn't that i was embarrassed or uncomfortable it was more like i felt like shit i'm gonna like their ego I was always so worried about men caring, like feeling like getting their feelings hurt. And I'm like, dude, like this is why there's an orgasm gap is because women don't want to see like, hey, like, can you do it this way? Like, oh, you're messing up here. Like, except men maybe don't tell us shit, but I'm sorry. Most of the men I've slept with actually are vocal. They'll be like, can you go slower? Can you go faster? They'll move my head because they want what they want. And I love how they own it. Like, yeah, I get annoyed sometimes. But honestly, like, good for you. That's what you feel good. I have asked the guy, like, what they like and what they want. Yeah. And I have had them, like, not know. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. And I have had them, like, not say anything. And I'd be like, okay. And I just, like, take the lead from there and... It's whatever fine. they get they get at that whatever point it's get, not your get. fault i'm like oh, i wanted to please you but i mean yeah whatever. that could be a good thing and a bad thing less work yeah, honestly. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get into our advice segment now <laughs> out with the old in with the new out with the old in with the new let's get it did it, I need to buy those horns? I'm telling you guys, you guys are gonna hate me. Yes, yes. sure he does. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a question. Oh god, I actually yeah. had one this time. Actually, I think I had one last time. I don't remember. I feel like you read questions for like two weeks straight. And I was like, what is going on? My momentum is gone. I don't think so. I feel like you did. Maybe mm-hmm. it was like four episodes ago. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. It's because these guests can throw me off, <laughs> but I love them. Okay, mm, he loves a strong word. <laughs> okay this one's from a girl okay uh, i've never experienced this though okay hey guys i have a question i feel like it's a basic one but i need some help 
I'm talking to this guy and it's been about five months now. So I feel Ooh. like it's pretty serious at this point. Okay. He has a kid. The okay. kid is three. Thank you for the details, by the way, because this makes a difference. I was literally going to say like the age. I knew where this was going. Okay. Um, He seems to hate or can't stand his baby mama. But at the same time, I've peeped my eyes on his phone screen and I've seen her liking his pictures and I've seen a message or a DM here and there on Instagram. I'm a little confused and I feel like they're not done. How do I know if they're done? Do I even continue seeing him? It's almost six months and I feel like I already wasted my time. Please help. That was a long question, but thanks for the details because three years old is kind of old. Okay, so like you have to go first. Old you. What did old you want to say? Don't be embarrassed by old you. <laughs> she said, oh, God. I've been in this situation before. That's why. Um, Not the three years old part. Like, it was more like a newborn part. Like, it's, Oh, what? I forgot. It yes, was- girl. Like a stupid pendeja. I'm out here. Um, that's old you. It's okay. <laughs> stupid pendeja. Um, <laughs> old me would have been like. It may not be that serious. <laughs> She's so embarrassed her voice changed. I am. It may not be that serious. You know, maybe just talk to him. See what he has to say. Okay, that's that's enough of that. Okay. She's not even going to go into what no, else I'm she not. was thinking back then. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm, no, I'm really not. Um, okay. New me is cut the bullshit. Um... First off, how long have they not been together? Ooh, we didn't because get that. Because that is huge. I say anything under two years. I agree. Too soon. Like, I 100% agree with you. It, like, I'm sorry. The fact that y'all have been seeing each other for five months and he hasn't even made you his girlfriend, like, that in itself to just fucking tell you. Because mm-hmm. homeboy's not ready for that. And to be completely honest, I don't blame him. Um... Second thing is if you've seen them interact with each other, oh yeah, they still fucking baby. Like they still fucking. Especially if it's on Instagram. It's not even like just on text. Oh hell no. Yeah. Thirdly, you do have to realize that when somebody has a kid with somebody else, there is a bond there that is never going to go away and i feel like a lot of women nowadays don't understand that and don't understand how much shit you have to go within yourself to accept that um i'm okay with it <laughs> I know. Um, people think it's crazy, but like I'm okay. Like if a guy has a kid, like I understand that, and it may be because of my own experience. Yeah. Um. So I'm like all for that. Like I'm okay with it, but at the same time, there are certain boundaries that I think always have to be had, and not every couple or parent, like the co-parenting, not all of them have that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that can kind of get messy. Like I said, if it's anything under two years, best believe they're still fucking or they fucked. 
or they've tried to make it work or every time he sees her they talk about trying to make it work and then it's not gonna work um or you know just things like that and realistically i'm sorry girl but you can't get mad at it either and the reason why i say you can't get mad is because you are putting yourself into basically another family okay Mm -hmm. if they want to work on that family I always say, and I I will say this, this was also old me, let them. Because at the end of the day, and maybe this is just because of my experience, I would want somebody to be with the person they had a kid with just for the fucking kid's sake. If they they wanted to work it out and it was healthy. Sorry, yes. But if they wanted to work it out and see where it went, Mm -hmm. I love that for you. Yeah. Now, if they know it's like completely over and it's done and it's just not going to happen, but they still have feelings for that person or they're fucking or they're still fucking. It goes back down to the they still have feelings for them and their story is still not like done and you need to respect that. And if you like this person, I feel like you need to kind of maybe take a step back. Maybe not hang out with them as much. Maybe not, you know, put all your eggs in one basket. Like, date other people because I'm sure he's doing the same thing. I'll tell you that right now. And just go with the flow. Like, don't expect so much from a man that literally just got out of something not that long ago. And especially has a kid and a baby that's that young that needs a lot of attention, needs a lot of, needs to be with both parents typically. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't. You can't get mad. You're literally putting yourself in this predicament. Now, the time that I think that you could get mad is if he's telling you, like, like lying to you, basically. Like, it's nothing. Like, like, oh, it's nothing. Like, this and that. Like, no, we're not fucking. No, we're not this. No, I don't love her. No, I don't have any feelings for her. Like, we're completely done. Like, no. Like, I feel like a man is really going to tell you, like, hey, yeah, like, I do still care about her. I do still love her. Like, I always love her. Like, I always feel like this. We have a kid together. It sucks, but we're just not good with each other. So we're not going to be together. I have more respect for a man that does that than tries to, like, just Oh, 110%. Being honest is always the more respectful thing. Even if it hurts. I'd rather know where I'm at. Exactly. Um, I'm not going to really go off that too much because uh, Dre has experience with this. I do not. Um, old me didn't date kid, men with kids, so I would have never been in that. New me still does not really date men with kids. <laughs> that hasn't changed either. Have I yeah. been more open to it more recently? Yes and she no. She really kind of doesn't have a choice because we're getting older. Yeah. I'm, I, I talked to somebody about that the other day. I forgot who it was. I was like, mm-hmm. they're like, dude, I'm going to have to accept being with somebody that has a kid already. And I was like, yeah. don't say that. But yeah, it's true. Um, it is true. But if someone has a kid, dude, they better be fucking like my i'm sorry i know this is unrealistic but they better be filling all check boxes and they better be super attractive super sweet giving me everything spoiling me and sure as hell not dming their baby mama i'm sorry if you guys are done they should not or if they're done they should not be fucking talking on instagram like if they're co-parenting and it's healthy and they've been over like we don't know how long it's been but let's say they've been broken up for like three years we don't know baby could have ended when the baby was born who knows probably not but whatever Point is, yeah, that's another thing. Most of the time, text that would be a boundary I would have. Text only, phone calls. When are we picking up? When are we meeting? Oh, and it only this. being about the baby, baby, exactly. And at that point, if you've been seeing for five months, even if there's no title, I'm sorry, but I think depending on how often you're with them, if you're like 
staying at his house and you guys sleep over most nights of the week, you do have a right to ask him why his baby mama's name is popping up on his Instagram notifications on his phone. And that is my opinion. Respectfully, time, tone, and place. We've said it many times, but I think you do. Five months is a long time, especially if, if she said, like, if he is lying to you and saying that there's nothing there and like, okay, then why are you guys talking on Instagram? At the same time, though, I feel like... Five months is a long time, and like I said, if he wanted a relationship, he would have done it. He yeah. would have done it by now. And true, that to me already says that he's emotionally unavailable, which is not wrong. Like it's okay. Like people, yeah, go through things and heal through things in their own time. But don't be also pressing somebody to do that either, because yeah. that's not cute. <laughs> um. I do think, you know, if you if you really feel like you need to say something because I don't again, I don't know how long you guys are like talk or like yeah. not talking but hanging out or things and like that, then yeah, I would say, you know, hey, like I saw like the mother of your child like pop up on your mm-hmm. Instagram. I didn't know that y'all were following each other like that. Um like you she's you guys are interacting like are you guys good are you guys not good like what's going on there yeah like a check in like i that's how i would bring it up mhm and i would just flat out say it like i realize well, the more upfront you are one you catch him off guard facts with the upfrontness facts and two you can read if they're about to lie to you or not. 100%. We're just in denial about it sometimes. So <laughs> It's obvious. I would just straight up be like, you still love her. <laughs> you still want to be with her. Yeah. You still want this. You still want that. Because you're going to get your answer like one way or another. And it doesn't need to turn into an argument. That's another thing. Like, Oh, yeah. It doesn't need to turn into an argument because... It shouldn't if it there's shouldn't. no feelings involved and you're not defensive. And it shouldn't either. Well, I won't say if there's no feelings involved because it's okay. But it doesn't need to turn into an argument, even if there are feelings involved. I just feel like you just need to respect what's going on because, again, I mm-hmm. feel like you are going into a situation that you most likely already knew that you were getting yourself into. Like I said, we don't have all the details, but most of the time, guys will tell you, oh, yeah, we haven't been together for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. That in itself for me is like, oh, yeah, you are not ready, sir. Mm-hmm. So okay, hopefully that helps. You can Hope always so. let us know. But um, OK, well, that's episode 33, guys. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Rate us five stars because we're the best. (laughs) We're also fucking tired, but we love you guys. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Flings and Things Official with an N, not and. I'm Moni.Montenegro. And I'm Drea.Monte. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 